Alright everybody, welcome back to your weekly buck pusting podcast, week number three of season two. I'm Kyle, followed by my normal co-hosts. Hello! Yay! Hi, it's Lex! <laughs> what a way to start, boys. Alright. And welcome back to Ethan. <laughs> Alright, uh, jumping right into it, uh, I just go over a couple big signings, big, big things going on around the league. First of all, the Rangers have signed Ford Mika Zibanejad to an eight-year, $8.85 million contract well, wow. per year. To so that's what, $64, almost $65 million? because yeah. Jesus Christ. $65, almost $66 <clears throat> a year, yeah. which is ridiculous for yeah. Well, what the thing is, is he's no, one no, of the... Not per year. Well, what's not the... Eight, per year. 8.8-something. Yeah, 8. What was the exact number? I'll run up my calculator real quick. All right, hold on. I'm pulling it up. I'll pull it up. But yeah, either way, he's making a ridiculous amount of, of money for... But the thing is, is he's one of the few... I would say he's one of the few people in the league that actually deserves it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he... It's nothing ridiculous, but it's a good amount of money because he put in the work last year. Last yeah. season. I mean, I'm not 100% sure how big Panarin's contract is right now, but I can definitely see him getting uh, one as well. I can Google that. I'm, I'm sorry. It was uh, eight year... Uh, eight point five million annually. Annually. So eight point five times sixty-eight million dollars by twenty thirty. He'll be making sixty-eight million dollars. Jesus Christ! Uh, Artemi Panarin got a holy shit. Artemi Panarin has a seven-year, eighty-one and a half million dollar contract. Wow! Oh my God. <sighs> All right, let's run that. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're getting, you know. With, Almost well, that it's an uh, it's eighty one and a half million overall. He's averaging eleven point six annually. Fucking hell! Well, still, you're you're going to be spending you know a uh, hundred thirty million dollars over the next you know seven seasons until Panarin's contract is signed. Yeah. Well, I, or I'm sorry, just under that until you know Panarin's contract sign uh, is up. That's yeah. That's absolutely. a shit ton of money for oh, a, for yeah. a team that's probably going to ultimately fall flat. Yeah, and not well, make, not make the playoffs this year. And well, that's that's kind of crazy. Like you're having hockey players sign for eight million dollars a year, and then you hear you have certain NFL players that refuse to play for twenty six million dollars oh, a year, yeah. which is mm. it's that's honestly looking at a player like Patrick Mahomes who's making what, like forty five million dollars a year. And he if, com- if you do the math, like somebody broke it down, he's making like five hundred dollars a second or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's well, ridiculous. and honestly, that's why I'm more hockey oriented than I was football. You know, growing up, my family was all football. And then I hang out with these guys, and I got into hockey, and I'm like, wow, these guys actually want to play the game for the game itself. They're like, oh, sweet, I get a paycheck. Football, they're like, oh, yeah, you have to pay me this amount of money to catch a ball. And I'm like, dude, those yeah, hockey players have, are making... You have making... your odd players, <coughs> Vander Kane, that don't want to play, you know, that don't want to play or want more money. And, you know, it's not... Yeah. Well, it doesn't... not an often... <coughs> Vander Kane. But... It doesn't help that, you know, he gambles his money away, betting yeah. against his team... Or he beats his wife. But we're not going to get into that this episode. That'll be a... beaten by his wife. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be something later on down down the road. Maybe that's maybe that's like a whole misconstrued thing is instead of him beating the shit out of her, it's her beating the shit out of him. Jesus Christ. Why aren't you making more? Why aren't you making more? Like, damn. Get your shit together, man. <laughs> um, an, Another big signing or extension. Alexander Barkov signed an eight-year I saw extension that. I saw with saw the Florida that. Panthers. How much money? Uh, it didn't say. Uh, he just he, came he off of his sixth year. He, well, Ethan's looking that up. Um, 
I found a trade that kind of caught my eye. I don't, I don't really know much about him. Uh, Joel Levy traded to the Canuck or Panthers by the Canucks. Oli Joel I think so, yes. Uh, Barkov so, just signed an eight-year, $80 million deal. So 10 wow. mil. 10 mil a single year. So And he just came off of his last big um, contract, which was his six-year um, six one way he, that he signed. Yeah, the six-year was $35.4 million. So he's um, averaging $5.9 million a year. Was. 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 Now he, they bumped it. They almost doubled that. Jeez. So that's about so, 11 mil. Close to 12. Well, he's making 10 mil a year. He's making 10 mil they a year. They said he did. Oh, 20. I'm sorry. I misheard him. But but still, I mean, regardless, I mean, he, he's still the number one center down in Florida, but like, do you guys really think he's worth 10 mil a year to play, to be the number one center well, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, on a team that. A very that, bottom shelf team. Well, well, not a bottom shelf, just an, another team, the team of the South that can't make it out of the first round. Well, honestly, that's they're bad. They're, they're the Toronto of yeah. the States. Well, but that's they actually make, a really good way of putting it. It they, is. They have a good regular season, they make the playoffs, they have big hype, and um, they, they just bottom they, out. They, they bottom out in the first round, and they, they have, I think they have like the second or third longest, you know, drought of Dr- not, yeah. not winning a playoff series in, in the NHL. Well, here's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You're good. Here's my thought about it. With all these big trades going around the NHL right now, what's going to happen when, you know, what if Florida picks up another good center and they have to fight for it? Or if Florida picks up a winger and now you have the number one center and, you know, say they trade with someone like, you know, their neighbors in Tampa or they go up north to like Toronto and they pick up, they pick up like a third round pick out of Toronto and they pick up like a top winger or rookie winger and they're like, oh yeah, he's number three on, he's number three on skates as a winger. And then all of a sudden Florida is this freaking powerhouse that nobody can comprehend. It's... uh... I, I don't know. It, it's tough, but I mean, yeah. Well, uh, who who is Florida willing to give up to get you know a? That would be my a, big a, question because yeah. they. I mean, I don't know. I mean, somebody that I personally think would be a, I mean, decent trade bait. Somebody that they just got this past well, the last off season, Patrick Hornquist. Yeah, he definitely would definitely would have some value to him. He's got you know still oh, got, yeah. for his age, he's still got a hell of speed. You know, he's still got hell of oh, skills. Yeah. I assuming he can stay healthy. Yeah, because Horny, like <laughs> as tough of a, of a bastard that he is. He can. He never seems to stay healthy because he, yeah. he he always seems to take a beating in front of the net. Oh yeah. Now that that's his home, right in front of the goalie, yeah. right in his I face. Mean, he's a greedy player. Well, what was it a few years ago? He got hit by a shot and he was out for like three, four weeks. I think it was like two years ago. Three years ago, I thought he got hit like in the hip or the leg with a slap shot or something. They benched it him. It wasn't for like, Hornquist. No. I know you're but he you is, know who I'm talking about. So got him with, that's the reason that he got that Stanley Cup winning goal yeah. in Game Six against Nashville. He was standing right there by the net, and he was in the right place at the right, right time. Yeah. Came right in his direction. That's how he was with Pittsburgh and he too. He it in. Right place, right time. Yeah. So I I was wrong in my statement earlier. Our longest active playoff series win droughts. All right, top three. Third place, Buffalo at 14 seasons. Wow. Second, I'm going to say, let me try to guess here. Playoff droughts. Yeah, like you, have, you haven't won a playoff series in this many seasons. A playoff series. Haven't yeah, won they, a playoff series. Yeah, this includes. Well, they could have made the playoffs, but just didn't. What about, uh, yeah, they, this includes the 21 playoff run. Would number two Second, be like Ottawa? Second, I don't th- I think Toronto's first, saying that right off the bat. No. Toronto's second? Toronto's second. Okay. Oh, at wow. 16 seasons. 
first. Uh, that's why I said the Senators because they don't make a lot. Of they time. they won. Remember they won back in what is it? That's 16, right. Yeah, back yeah, in sixteen right. for yeah, I, I totally I drew a blank. I totally forgot about that. Winning a playoff series. I just said this team, the Florida Panthers. Oh my God! The Florida Panthers. Yeah, Barkov and the Panthers haven't won a playoff series in twenty-four seasons. Jesus oh my God! The that the last none of us here were alive. The yeah. la- the last time the Panthers have won a playoff series that was ninety-four. What before any one of us in the studio was born? That was what ninety-four. The, play- <laughs> the playoffs. No, listen. The playoff. No, the playoffs. The ninety-seven playoffs. Ninety-seven playoffs. The ninety-seven playoffs. Which was May, June of '97. Who was oh still president? God. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Bill Clinton was the last president when they won. Jesus. Because wow. keep in mind, Clinton was president when Sam and I were born. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then one more thing before we move on, I found this kind of interesting. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman Mark Friedman fined eighteen hundred dollars for a spearing incident against uh, forward Kurali of the Blue Jackets. Wow. Uh, yeah, Sean they, they really find people in preseason games? Yeah. They must. Okay, they, they well, here's my question for you, where I was going to build off that. For incidents like spearing, where it's, it can be potentially harmful, should they raise the money? Because they're making so much I think money. It depends should on, they depend on the severity of it? Should, I think it depends on like, the replay of where the hit was, if it's yeah. how intentional it appeared to be. Yeah. It was just, he was kind of like, he had forward momentum, just couldn't really get out of the way. Yeah, it like, all depends on if he's like targeting it, him. If, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, if it's I targeting, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like if you're like Kyle said, if you're trying to pull out of it and it was the last second, oh shit, I I actually hit him. Yeah. Minimal, if at all. Yeah. Well, but if it's mean? intentional, I think it depends where it's at. Like if it's right in the chest, or in the thigh where there's padding, okay, that's not a big deal. But, but say fa- like in the in, like in the, the in abdomen, the yeah in the in the, the gut, lower in gun the, or towards like the neck or yeah. head the gut well, neck head thinking. the uh, yeah. the male the male parts area then yeah that should be a little bit more yeah well that's what I was thinking like I if, would say that if okay so if you're wanting to go that route I would say fuck the fine suspend them I is is he a repeat offender because if yeah. it's a first time offense. Why are you going to suspend him for... If it's a first-time offense, just a fine. If it's a second, third time, then it can be a fine and a suspension. And, you know, ke- and keep... keeps going fourth, fifth-time offender, you know, extending extending the suspensions more and more. Cause, yeah, because you can only go so far when it comes to suspensions. I think yeah. there's, there's a, a glass ceiling when it comes to suspensions. I think it's uh, like, like 36 games, Yeah, like I mean... Yeah, 30, 30, 36K per season. Well, but suspensions can go, can go yeah, on and on. Well, you know, I'll put my two cents in, then we can move on. What I was thinking is kind of going to what Ethan and Kyle were saying. It's It depends on the severity of it. You know, like, say, for example, I get caught spearing and I almost take Kyle's head off. Yeah, go ahead, suspend me, find me $6,000. I make $10 million. That's chump change. Yeah, that's like... You know, and that's where I was thinking. But for a player like Mark Freeman, who's only making, like, seven fifty k a year, and still, that's still just a very minimal percent of what he's making. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's kind of take, he takes a little bit more of a well, hit save a player and, like Connor McDavid were to do. Yeah, well, and that's kind of where that thought came from. If someone like Crosby, McDavid, Ovi, um, all these you know big players, Austin Matthews were to get a major penalty like that, should they up it because they have more money, or should they just leave it as just the fine system? If someone I, makes more money and they can afford it, you know, like yeah. if say Austin Matthews gets charged with. Uh, f- fucking charging. Charging, you know. charging. 
He gets charged with a chart. Fuck off, Kyle. <laughs> now here, hold on. I'm gonna stop you right there, no, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be rude, but like here, here's the current problem with the officiating system and the suspension system in the NHL. Okay, they're they're gonna be able to charge some of these, you know, bot, bottom level guys. Oh, yeah. Mark Friedman, Friedman being an example. To make an example out of somebody, but they're not gonna go after some some big name. Austin yeah. Matthews, Sidney Crosby. They're not gonna. They're only gonna. The, the worst thing they're gonna do. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Don't, don't, do, it don't do it again. Yeah. Because those Regard- are the star players of they, those teams. Yeah. They, they're going to be the faces, like the face of the current, like of the NHL and their yeah. franchises. They're going to give them a slap on the wrist. Don't do it again. And they won't speak it up again. Yeah. That's the only problem when a star player of any given team is going to do it. Which is, like, in my opinion, I think that's bullshit. Because we, we I, have, I, I feel I, like this is like. Because we have said, this, as, mu- as much as I love him, Connor McDavid has gone away with a lot of dirty calls. He has, he really, years. really has. No, look at any player, he, not he, just he's Connor. not a dirty player. It's just he, no. he's just that player that he makes a, a you know a, a shitty player dirty play every now and then, and he he just gets away with it because because he is not a repeat offender. They don't really pay much attention to him. Yeah, and I'm, we had this argument with John Tavares during the playoffs last yeah, season. Yeah, like, the hit that put him out the rest of the rest yeah, of the playoffs. Yeah. And then that one with Shifley too. Yeah. That one was the biggest shock when he got fined and suspended. Like, we you know one of those bigger names, big name players, that, you know, alternator team captain that actually got punished for something. Yeah. I want to go back to, I forget what season it was. Uh, it was uh, the. Was the, the 18, it was the 18 19 season when the St. Louis Blues had won the Stanley Cup. Prior to that Ryan O'Reilly trade, when he, it was Pittsburgh and Buffalo, when Sidney Crosby had slashed O'Reilly's hand and O'Reilly had broken a couple fingers. Crosby got a two-minute penalty. That was it. Wow. As much as I hate this talk, like dissing Sidney Crosby, you would think that yeah. something like that would have been a fine or just, just something more than a two-minute penalty. And yeah. that was it. Oh, absolutely. obviously Pittsburgh went on to win that game, and you know Buffalo still sucks because of it. But I mean, yeah. that's besides the point. Well, Buffalo, that's definitely the reason that Buffalo sucks. Yeah. No, it's just part <laughs> it's of the one reason. of among many. Yeah, <laughs> and every girlness of why Buffalo sucks. That's not part of the point. He's just got to stop on the wrist. As yeah. much as I hate dissing Sidney Crosby, yeah, that's just what well, happened. And it's not like he's a Alex Ovechkin who does it all. Or who's the other guy on the Capitals? His Tom name, Wilson. That's his name. His name is slipping my head. Or Zdeno Chara, where he's constantly <laughs> dropping his shoulders, battering into people. And they're like, I'll give, I will admit, and you guys can disagree with me on this or, or what, but... I think Char has kind of cleaned up a little bit. He since has he a left lot. Boston. Oh, he has a lot. He's cleaned up a lot since he left Boston. Oh, absolutely. Right, so even even the, the last two or three seasons in Boston, he he was still you know being you know dirty plays here and there, but he wasn't as bad as he was you know five or six years ago. In his oh prime. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, other teammates. <coughs> Brett Char Char. I'm Brett Char 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 Char. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, rat. Oh no, that's just Brett Char Who? 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 Yeah, exactly. Who? 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 Coffee, right <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of who, Alex Galchenyuk signs a one-year deal with the Arizona Coyotes. How many, <laughs> how many teams is <laughs> that now? I think that's ten. The vision makes ten that he has oh played. He's been God. traded seven, eight times, and it's officially the tenth team. Well, he's he got for. traded, what, like six times last season? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like, like that. He started off the season with what? Who would he start with? See, we I can't even remember. He started with Arizona, didn't he? I think he started with Arizona. I think he yeah. started with Arizona. He got traded to what? Well, who did he get traded to for? Like I think Colin's looking it up right now. 
<laughs> oh, uh, Toronto. Oh my no. god. So he finished with Toronto last season. The Wild, was it? I think it was the Wild. He got traded to the Wild yeah. for like a week and then got traded to another team for like two hours. Mm. Then got traded to another, got traded over to Toronto. Let's see. What do you have Scrolling here? down this long list. <laughs> uh, Montreal, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Ottawa, Toronto. Ottawa's the team he was played for for like... Reserve, uh, returned to Arizona. He was traded to Carolina for like five hours and traded back to Toronto. Was Caron- Carolina, okay. Either way. Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. That That's just insane. It's just funny. Like, nobody, nobody wants him. <laughs> well, and so, all right, how do you like guys... He, all he is at this point, I mean, five, eight, eight or nine years ago when he was, you know, was in his first couple years, he was really freaking good. Like, yeah. he, him and Brandon Gallagher were that, like, one-two punch. Well, that second or third line down there in Montreal. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He just kind of fell. Ever since he got traded over to Pittsburgh, he just kind of fell off. Well, how do you think? No, he's... when he when he got flipped in that Arizona Montreal trade, when he got flipped for Max Domi, that's when he went down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, well, he had a, a a decent year in Arizona that year. Yeah. But then when he came to Pittsburgh for what half a season, he had what like three goals in the matter of like fifty games or some shit like something, that. Something. Yeah. It wasn't. Good. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't yeah. good. Well, how do you guys think he? What do you guys think he feels when he gets going to these other different teams? Oh he's shit! Got, not again. <laughs> he probably just starts a stopwatch. At he, he has a dedicated <laughs> stopwatch. Be like, oh shit! I made it three days. Oh shit! New record. He doesn't have to. His phone just starts ringing. He doesn't have to look at it. It starts ringing. He's like, son of a bitch! <laughs> Where am I going now? It's like that. It's like the old video Connor McDavid when he fuck. <laughs> I wonder how much money he spent on just like buying houses in all these different areas. Just, just to have get a to hotel room at this point. Like, yeah. Just no oh, no, get a fucking RV, honestly, and keep all your shit in an RV, man. Yeah, well, that was, like I said, that was what I thought after he got traded to like 17. I'm like, this dude makes, you know, 800K a year, and he goes through and he goes, he's literally one of the fucking house hunters on like HGTV. Okay, I want to buy this house, but I can't afford it because I'm going to Boston next year. Son of a bitch. I'm going to Pittsburgh. I want to buy this house. He's going to be the next star of Storage Wars just trying to find shit to live on. (laughs) That's a good one. So, yeah, I'm Alex Gilchenyuk. I'm a former, current, slash, different team NHL superstar. I'm an NHL player. I've been bounced around to 12 different teams. Oh, sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a permanent home. It's like, he gets a phone call in the middle of the show. Producer's just like, what was that? Number 13 calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, sorry. Number 14 now, thank you. Uh, oh god. I, I, I honestly... Breaking do... news, Alex Kochanek signs a six-minute contract with the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> A six minute, a six minute happy meal contract with the Devils. <laughs> you sign up with us for six minutes, we give you a free happy meal. I, w- I wonder. Toy. Well, it makes me wonder, like you know, he'll how often he'll, he'll be like eat that happy meal. Well, <laughs> it's not even that. He'll be at home eating dinner. He'll hear his phone ping. Hey, honey, we're moving. <laughs> what do you mean we're moving? I got traded again. Where are we moving this time? Pittsburgh. Where do we live? San Jose. <laughs> when are we leaving? Tomorrow. Did you get a U-Haul? Yeah. No. Didn't you already play for Pittsburgh? I don't know. I think. <laughs> are we flying or driving? Driving. It's cheaper. 
He's been trained. He's spent more money on traveling than he has on actually being famous. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he spent more time behind the wheel of you know a Jesus truck than he, ha- he has actually paying a maybe hockey. That, maybe that's what his contract is. Is he's the he's the first NHL NHL player. NHL Uber driver. <laughs> he's an NHL truck driver. <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of badass, I'm not going to lie. He carries, well, like, I like teams. how this is turned from, you know, regular season regular two, podcast regular stuff. podcast to the roast of Alex Kelchenyuk, <laughs> part two, because I'm pretty sure we did a part one last season. I think we when did. When he got traded three times in the match. We, we recorded, we recorded one episode, but then we recorded the next one, but he had played for three different other teams. <laughs> Within a matter of 24 hours, he has played for three different, oh, not played, but he is, he's with three. It's been contracted with three different teams. You know what he should just do? He should just go sign a waiver for every NHL team. Now, he doesn't have to keep traveling. <laughs> He's just going to send an email. Hey, I need your application. Why? Just in case you draft me, I know I'm moving like 24 hours in advance. He, okay, here you go. He walks into the front office of Arizona, and they hand him the, the New Jersey contract just in case. Yeah, oh, yep. Sign this one, too, while you're here. Here's New Jersey. Here's San Jose. Here's another Pittsburgh. Here's Boston. Here's... uh. Washington, where are you going next? I don't fucking know. So just sign them all. Just Maybe he's just got one of those like fucking bingo wheels where they <laughs> spin like the ping pong balls. He'd be like, "Come on, Washington, come on!" Like, oh, it's Seattle. Damn it, <laughs> Arizona. I just left for those fuckers. Come on. He we're going. He's in Arizona. He has to fly out to, all the way out to LA to get just to have to fly back to Arizona. Hey, babe, we're going to Vegas. Okay. What are you going to do when we're in Vegas? I don't know. Probably sign another contract. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, for our topic of the week, we are going to do kind of what we did last season. We're going to go through who we have for standings predictions. So how we're going to do this is I'm going to start with mine. We're 8-1. to We're going to go around the circle, and then we're going to loop back around and talk about our top point players and why we pick them. So for mine... For my eight to one, for the we're starting in the Pacific. For my eight to one, I have Flames, Ducks, Kings, Sharks. My top four, I have the Canucks, the Kraken, the Oilers, and I have the Knights squeaking in for number one. Okay. Actually, I actually have kind of kind of similar. Really? Uh, L- uh, L.A. taking the bottom of the Pacific. Uh, then San Shocker. Louis- <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. I've heard of her. Wow. And then uh, San Jose, Anaheim, Vancouver, top four squeaking in over Vancouver, Seattle, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, and then Vegas just, you know, by the hair on their nutsack, just being oh, yeah. number one. Not getting Pacific, uh, not getting the, uh, the President's. President's Trophy, but getting number one in the division at least. For my Pacific, call me a little bit crazy, you might... Think I'm a little weird here, but obviously the bottom two I got the Kings and the Sharks from eight to seven. Well, shocker. Um, the six I actually had the Flames. I don't. I mean, they just how they've been playing, how they played last season. I mean, I know they only played the same teams over and over again, but they they looked like shit against those teams. Like, they did not do very well last season. And fifth place potentially getting a wild card spot. I'm going with the Anaheim Ducks. I don't know. Just with them, you know, Trevor Zargis is going to be getting a starting position this year. Jamie Drysdale getting a starting position this year. Ethan thinks I'm crazy. Well, no, I, I, I feel like if Jamie's going to get a, a position, he's going to be that, pot, that that bottom pairing defenseman. Yeah, top yeah. four maybe. No matter what, he's going to be getting that, that top six defenseman. Potentially in that top four. If somebody gets injured, he might even damn well get on that, that top pairing 
defenseman life. Somebody gets injured. I mean, he showed he, before he got hurt. I mean, he showed a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, had two points in his very his first career game with them. You know, a goal, a goal, a goal and assist. assist. I believe the assist was on Trevor Zargas's goal. Um, you know, and then you know players like Ryan Getzlaf being fully healthy, Adam Henry coming back to being fully healthy. Like I, they definitely have a shot at making the playoffs this season. I, assuming that you know John Gibson's actually going to carry his weight this season. Yeah. Kyle's um, favorite. <laughs> going based off of my, um, you know, hot take from last season, they're not going to do as well as the Golden Knights did in their inaugural season. Fourth place, I got Seattle. Um, you know, again, they're not going to do as well as Vegas did, but I can definitely, they're definitely going to make the playoffs, especially with those three I, California teams. It's going to be a lot easier to make the playoffs than you know, if they would have been put into like the Central. It's going to be a lot easier for them to make, make the playoffs in this division. Uh, third place, I got the Vancouver Canucks. Second, I got the Golden Knights, and I have the Oilers taking the division. Interesting. Okay. I have coming in at number eight the Vancouver Canucks, the Calgary Flames. Who had the Canucks that low? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's ballsy. I mean, we talked shit on Bubble last point in the season for putting Dallas as low as he did, but we saw what happened there. Yeah. And he proved us wrong. Um, number seven at the Calgary Flames. Six is the L.A. Kings. Five with I feel like they'll be going to be a wild card, um, and with all everyone healthy and potential, the Anaheim Ducks. Um, four the Sharks, and kind of like what Kyle and Collins. Well, you I, have the Sharks potentially making the playoffs too. I don't see like Colin and Kyle have said the Seattle. I don't. They're definitely not going to do better. As they good. Make, if the Sharks make it to the playoffs, it's definitely going to be a wild card. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's there will be a wild card. So that's why I have the Ducks at fifth. Like just just that depends on how well the Central does. You know, they can be that fifth team in the Pacific to make it. Mm-hmm. As long as you know Ethan's boy is healthy and actually paints his potential. Yeah. <laughs> but boy. and then number three, like I said, the Kraken are coming in number three. <clears throat> They're not going to I. See him making the playoffs, but they're not gonna do as good in I've their inaugural season. It to the second round, uh, if that depends um, on who they play in that first round. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, too bad they aren't in the uh, same division as Toronto. <laughs> um, number two, the Oilers, and then barely squeaking number one, the Golden Knights. So I think, but just about everybody's gonna have that same top two, top three, at least very similar. Uh, Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. All right. So number eight, I have the Sharks. Shocker. Um, Seven, I have the Kings. Six, I have the Ducks. Okay. Five, I have the. uh, I actually have the. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Can you read your own writing, man? (laughs) Uh, Five, I have the Kraken. And then my top four, I have the Golden Knights in fourth. Okay. Oh. I have the Flames in third, Canucks in second, and Oilers taking the division. Now, hold on. Let me ask you this. Why do you have Vegas that low in the standings? What's your logic behind it? Because, I mean, they are a solid team, but at least in this division with how many... New guys got drafted into the division. There has the potential to be a shit ton of breakouts this season. And I see Vegas being able to make the playoffs, potentially. But I 
I don't know. I just, I, in my opinion, and it's, I guess it's just based off a of personal opinion. I just believe that Vegas is kind of overrated and maybe a little bit overhyped. And I mean, don't get me wrong. They throw up numbers and they put good numbers up each season, but when it comes to playoffs, I know they made it to the playoffs and they made it to all the way to the Cup final their inaugural yep. season. It seems like after that, they kind of, I don't want to say they've fallen off, but they, they're definitely not inaugural season caliber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think... And something else you got to keep in consideration, I guess, that I didn't when I made my predictions. Their number one goaltender's gone. And they, exactly. have, Robert, and they have Robert Leonard now. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, my, my next question to Ethan specifically with how he plays Vegas is... Now, how well do you think Rob? I mean, Leonard has proven himself to be a number one goaltender, he, regardless where it goes. He, but how? But here's the thing: he is a number one regular season goaltender. I, I was gonna say, how do you think he is gonna be able to carry the weight of an entire franchise on his shoulders, considering his counterpart, you know, Mark Andre Fleury, being gone to, to Chicago? Uh, it's I, gonna be hard for him, and that's why I guess I kind of placed him in the middle. I mean, I gave him that bottom four potential playoff spot but looking back at last season last uh like towards the end of last season going into the playoffs you know they started laner they had a red hot mark andre Fleury in and then they swapped him out for laner in for a few games and it wasn't even like it was a gradual decline like that team jumped off a fucking cliff yeah. <laughs> like I that mean, was like, like game one of round two, they lost like seven to nothing or some shit like yeah, that. Is. Yeah, like that's why I put them in the middle. Is because I'm not and I'm not dissing Robin Lehner. He's a phenomenal goaltender. He really is, but he is a phenomenal regular season goaltender. He is not a playoff contending goaltender. Because the that's moment he got, solid, honestly, moment he got into the playoffs, he shit bricks. Yeah. That's why I put him in the middle. Yeah. No, Ethan's I mean, got a point. He, I mean, in, in all fairness, I mean. Grant, granted, look what Mark he did. Andre Fleury carried that team. Let's he, he let's put let's get the elephant in the room out. He was one of the biggest carrying factors of the Vegas Golden Knights, and he was one of the reasons why they made it all the way to the Cup final, their inaugural season. Mark Andre Fleury is a legendary goaltender for a reason. Top, yeah, top, top oh, five all time. Top 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 oh, absolutely. So now that that legendary caliber goaltender is out with somebody at who is, I don't want to say as experienced, but it's how it is. He's not nearly as experienced, especially playoff experienced, as Marc-Andre Fleury. And we... I, I mean, honestly, I, I can't argue... Yeah, that honestly, I, can't, I couldn't have worded that better myself. Yes. That's no, awesome. you, 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 Ethan, you've, you've got a damn good point. I, I can't... Like, I respect I, the hell out of Robin Lehner. I really do. He's a, As I said, he's a phenomenal goaltender. I enjoy getting to watch him during the regular season. I don't think he is playoff worthy yet. Mm-hmm. Keyword being yet. I give well, him probably two or three more seasons in. Well, in, in all fairness to Robin Nenner, I mean, look at the the previous teams he's played for. I mean, the Islanders back when he played on the Islanders, they weren't a playoff team. Because when he when he first started, he was he was what Rick DiPietro's backup, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah. So AKA Islanders. And then he was the number one guy in Buffalo, and we all know how well Buffalo does. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Chicago, when they were on the slow decline after their you know three Stanley Cups in six years. So really, I mean, 
You don't like, really... Like, he is a good goaltender, and he has a lot of potential. He just needs... He just has a lot of room to grow. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, so Colin, who do you got for your, your point leaders in the Pacific? Let me pull it up real fast. <clears throat> All right. So, obviously, for the eighth seed of LA Kings, I got Logan Couture. Doesn't even break the 50-point mark at 45 mm-hmm. points. For who? Logan Couture. On the Kings? I got those mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, originally when I wrote this down, I had LA and San Jose. Oh, you made a last second swap. Yeah, and LA, yeah LA and San Jose like, battling for the mm-hmm. bottom two positions. But for LA, I have Quentin Be- Byfield. I'm sorry. Okay. Quentin Byfield. Okay. That's solid. So, That's actually for, a really yeah, solid pick. He, he breaks the 50-point mark first time in his career mm-hmm. at 51 points. Then for then for San Jose, it's Logan Goodshire at forty five. <laughs> Alright. Then for the Anaheim Ducks, I, I come in at forty seven points, Mr. David Backus. Okay. Okay. Ryan Gretzky. He's only gonna get forty seven points all season, you, th- you think? Yeah. Well, with with the minimal scoring that Anaheim will do, it's gonna be pretty spread out. Mm-hmm. But who will come on top is David Backus. Okay. Uh numbers uh the number five seed, Vancouver. Brock Besser. You can't you can't really go anywhere else other than Besser uh, with his mm-hmm. 70 points. Uh, in the Kraken inaugural season, the uh, inquired from Tampa Bay, Yanni Gord, 68 Ooh. points. He would come off his hot streak with Tampa with his, his experience with back-to-back cups. I mean, he's going to be one of the prominent leaders on the very, very brand-new, young now, Seattle team. I the Kraken haven't pinned a captain yet, have they? No, I they they haven't pinned a C or a couple A's, not that I know. I did, now, do you guys? It's going to be at least another. C, I mean, think about it. Vegas just named their captain this past this past yeah. season with being Mark Stone or Matt Mark Stone. Mark Stone. Matt Stone. Yeah, Mark but they Stone. they had a couple ways their inaugural season, aka Derek Englund was one of them. Just it because it was what Mark Stone and Carlson as well. William Carlson. William Carlson, yes. Mark Stone, no. I but, said March so. No, March so. I think he was the other, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was an A. But they gave uh, Vegas homegrown Derek England one just because, you know, with him being a Vegas-born bred, bred guy. Who is the current Vegas captain? That's Petrangelo, isn't it? No, it's Stone. 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 Mark Stone. Stone. Mark Stone. I'm sorry. And I believe Petrangelo and Mark still have the A's right now. All right, uh, Calgary. I got the young but dying off Johnny Hockey. I mean, they're, they're, you don't really have much options up in, up in Calgary as yet in their current rebuild. Just really just him and maybe Sean Monahan the most. I, I picked a couple of different guys for Calgary. but uh, Edmonton, everyone will come to you. No surprise to anybody listening to this or guys here in the studio. Connor McDavid. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. breaks that century mark. But he only hits 110 this season. So he... Only 110. <laughs> only 110. <laughs> well, no, hold on. Hold on. Hear me out. Last season, 56 games against the North. He had won 104 points. Which that was for a it, shortened for, season. For a shortened season. Average damn near two points a game. Like. Yeah, for a shortened season, granted, against a, a shitty defended North Division, he picked up 104 points. The question is, if he, as well, long as he stays healthy, I feel like he can do it again. Yeah, but he's also got the challenge of going up against other teams who actually, actually have defensemen. If he keeps that same grind, that's what? Almost 150 in a full season? Yeah. A little bit over? That'd be like... But you also got to assume you you got to go against teams who actually have you know defense, who actually have solid goaltender or solid consistent goaltenders. Granted, Connor Halibut for the Winnipeg Jets was phenomenal. 
in that front line. That first round, he was unstoppable. Yeah, but he's got to go up against other goaltenders. That, you know? that, that dude could have stopped the bullet in that. Like it's. Yeah, but you got you got to go up against other goaltenders. You know, Mark Underfur in Chicago, Braden Holtby in Dallas. Still fucking Luna. fucking you know, Vasilevsky down in Tampa. Good luck getting past him. Yeah. I'll go getting past the Tampa Bay Blue Line. And obviously for my Vegas Golden Knights, I got William Carlson at a whopping eighty-four points. Wow, whopping, whopping. I mean, a couple, a couple of mine are the same. A couple of mine are different. I'm pretty, pretty much split down the middle for different. Uh, the LA Kings, I gotta go with the captain Andre Kopitar. I mean, he's the captain for a reason. I say that every time I bring up a captain. Like he wouldn't be, he wouldn't not be wearing the C if he wasn't deserving of it and wasn't a good player. Yeah. Uh, uh, seventh place San Jose Sharks. I have Logan Kutcher as well. Uh, the sixth place Flames. I also have Johnny Gaudreau. The fifth place Ducks. I'm going with Jakob Silverberg. I just, I, you know, with him being a top six forward, okay. I definitely see him putting a lot of points on the board, especially if he's going to have Jamie Drysdale or you know, um, can't think of their other second line defenseman. If he's going to be helping feed him, he's definitely going to put up. I'm, I could probably say roughly seventy to seventy-five with those guys behind him. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks, I also have Brock Besser taking the, the lead for Vancouver. The Golden Knights, I got Jonathan Marchessault taking the taking the lead okay. on points this season. That's fair. I'd say probably, probably around point per game, 82, 83, maybe, maybe getting closer to 85. The, the Edmonton Oilers, if you guys listen to the hot takes, you know where I'm going with this. I don't have Connor McDavid Leon being Ivy on dry side. Taking the points, it, it, it's going to be close. It's going to be probably by maybe five to ten points, but it's going to be very a very close race. Yeah. But I think dry saddle will. It's all it's, all it's going to take is dry saddle to go on a hot streak, say like two points a game for five or six games straight, and that's going to give him a, a good lead over McDavid right. in, by the, in the end of the run. All right, with the the eighth place Canucks, I have Brock Besser as well. Um, the Flames, I have Johnny Goudreau. The Kings, I have the captain, Anze Kopitar. And then the fifth place, Ducks, Ryan Getzlaff. The Sharks, I have Thomas Hurdle. And Seattle, I actually have Jordan Eberle. And then the Oilers, Connor McDavid. And then number one, I have with Vegas, Max Max Pacioretty. That's fair. As you said, you're Seattle. I realize I completely skipped over my Seattle point getter. Um, I said Jonas Donskoy for Seattle's point leader. That's fair. So, for the number eight Sharks, I actually have Thomas Hurdle. Okay. Uh, number seven Kings, I said Dustin Brown. Six for the Ducks, I said Adam Henrique. The Kraken, I was kind of torn between two. So, I said it was either Jared McCann or Jordan Eberle. Okay. Uh... For Vegas, uh, John Marchessault, that's almost kind of a no-brainer. Um, this is where you guys might judge me for my Calgary pick, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, I was, again, between two players. I actually did that a lot because it was actually really hard for me to pick. It, it was tough. It's it tough. Was a um, it's tough so to between the two players I had for Calgary, I had uh, Nikita Zadorov and Milan Lucic. Milan Lucic. Why Milan Lucic? <laughs> because... I, I think me. I think Milan's gonna have kind of a breakout season this year. As I a think, fourth line grinder, I think so. I think he has the potential. 
I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with that. Okay. One. Yeah. Uh, as I said, you can disagree. I don't fucking care. Um, like I, 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 have, I, have, I completely understand that like, Zadorov. Okay, I, I respect that. Just. I guess Lucic. I was just going. Off I will of get the a path. bet with you right now. If Milan Lucic becomes the winner or the the highest scoring player on the Flames, I will eat an entire bag of Bean Boozled. Mm. Fucking bet. <laughs> yeah. Not the not the hot Reaper ones that you just did before this no, recording, yeah, but it's <laughs> the Reaper ones. Um, so oh, for the Canucks, for the Canucks, I had uh, I said Brock Besser. Um, yeah. j- sorry to interrupt, but j- just to put it on record, Kyle shook hands for eating an entire bag of the spicy jelly beans. I didn't say part. the spicy ones. <laughs> well, Ethan he, did, he and he shook hands. You shook hands. I, I said <laughs> I'm not doing the spicy ones. He added in that I am. So um, we'll he, he made no, that's fine. Um, and then for the Oilers, again, no shocker, Connor McDavid. I mean... You know, with, with what I said in my head, like, I'm not saying that Connor McDavid's going to have an off-season. He's still probably going to break 100 points. They're saying, who's, again, who's the one that's on that first line feeding him everything? It's, it's gonna, they're, he's going to be I mean, neck and neck with him every single year. If as long as McDavid's perf- doing good, he's going to be right there neck and neck with him. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, the moment I wrote down Milan Lucic, I'm like, these guys are about to shit all over me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bubba, who do you, who do you think you all right, starting at the bottom for the Flames, I have Elias Lindholm. Okay. As okay. mine, he okay. seems to be one of those that. yeah, that's up and coming, you know. Uh, for the Ducks, I have Getzloff, Ryan Getzloff. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Kings, you might be surprised, he's a little bit of a young one, but I have Quentin Byfield. Quentin Byfield as well? Okay. Uh, the Sharks, I have Evander Kane. If he plays, I can, if he, if he plays, I can see it. I didn't realize he was. I forgot he was injured, so I put. He's on. not injured. He's just all that under all those discontents right now. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. If, um, if he plays, I can see it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the Canucks, you guys might shit on me for this one. I have Brandon Suter. Suter uh-huh. Sutter. I thought he retired in the offseason, didn't he? Oh. Uh-uh. Did he not? Okay. Uh-uh. The Kraken, I have Jordan Everly because okay. he well. he rocked with the Islanders. Yeah, and the he was he was with the Capitals too, wasn't he, or just no, the Islanders? No, just okay. Just, just okay, the I was thinking of. He started yeah. his career with Edmonton. Okay, and then came over to Long Island. Yeah, speaking of Edmonton, I have Mickey D, Connor McDavid, and for the Knights, I have William Carlson. Carlson. So I mean, there's a couple teams that you're gonna have the same same two or three answers. There's a couple teams like the Flames or the Canucks. There's multiple different answers you can have yeah. for a lot of different teams. All right, so I'm going to start off the uh, the rankings for the Central. So in eighth place, the Coyotes. Wow, really? I, <laughs> in a very stacked Central division, it was tough. It, it was, it was, I struggled the most with the Central. The Central, yeah, I, I think. It, I think in all honesty, very, very tough. In, in all honesty, I think this was by to far the toughest decision to make. I'm about to get shit on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in seventh place, I got a Winnipeg. Okay. Ooh, really? Wow. That's yeah. Wow. Uh, All right. Cool. Hear, hear me out. Sixth place, the Blues. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because more offense than Winnipeg. Number five, the Predators. Yeah. As much as much experience as uh, Sorrells has, you know, they they have more of a balanced offense than Winnipeg does. Mm-hmm. Fourth place, Winnipeg, propelled by Flurry. You mean They're, Chicago? You said one of the peg toys. Yeah, Chicago. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, fourth place Chicago. Chicago repelled by Fleury. Third place Minnesota. 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 Ooh, 
I can see that. Uh, number two, Dallas is going to have a uh, bounce back here. Wow. Dallas is going to have a bounce back here. That's a tough call. What place did you have them again? Second. Second, okay. They're going to have a bounce back here because, you know, no, oh, limited COVID act, bullshit and everything. And first pace, not surprising, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah you're different. Um, President's trophy. You guys might be indifferent on mine when we get to me. I'll be totally honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it off as well. Just saying, you might be a little bit indifferent on mine. I got the Predators coming in dead last in that division. Okay. Okay. Just you know they with Pick Arena retiring, he was you know I mean I know he was he was a backup, but he you know he still got him a good amount of wins being the backup this past season. Fuck yeah. Like, I just I just I I'm not a hundred percent sure if UC Saros has the has the ability or the potential to be the full season number one goaltender. I know he became the starter like halfway through the season. That's kind of but, a yeah. That's going to be kind of a it's, wild card in itself. Yeah. In seventh place, very close to where Colin put the Arizona Coyotes in seventh place. Uh, sixth place, I have the St. Louis Blues. Wow. Fifth place, I have I literally just made this last second rearrangement. Uh, the Minnesota Wild coming in fifth. Okay. Probably just missing the playoffs, but I'm saying probably it's coming down like one of those last games, you know, play like, to win. Get like a game seven like shootout they, like they or need, Like they need a regulation win, and then they yeah. end up having, and then they, and they force an overtime loss or something. Fourth place, the jumping back into the playoffs, the Chicago Blackhawks. Ooh. Due to the return of Johnny Taze, and of course, you know, debatably top five all-time goaltender, Marc-Andre Fleury, guarding the net. Uh, I also, I also, I'm gonna agree with Colin on the Stars rebounding, but I'm gonna put them in third place, right behind the second place Winnipeg Jets and the first place Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Ooh, okay. What do you got, Jovi? Um, number eight, I kind of, I had the Arizona Coyotes coming in number eight, and then number seven, the Nashville Predators. Wow. Um, I did this last minute. Um, I have the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, actually, let me swap. I have the Dallas Stars at number six. Six. And then the Chicago Blackhawks coming in at five. And then four, I have the Minnesota Wild. The number three, the Winnipeg Jets. And then number two, St. Louis Blues. And then number one, the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're all going to have a pretty similar <laughs> Mine, mine's a little three. bit. Mine's a little bit different. So, I'll be honest with you. Mine... My list is a good bit different than y'all's. Yeah, I uh, think mine is too. So number eight, I have Chicago. Ooh, you still see them doing pretty bad. I still see them doing pretty bad because yeah, I mean it's good for them that they got Mark Andre Fleury in net, yeah. but who knows how Johnny Taves is going to be when he gets back to a I regular mean, I season. I thought I was gutsy for putting him in dead last with Taves even being out last season, and they—I mean I wasn't far off. They came to what sixth, mm-hmm. the division seventh. But sixth. at the same time, yeah. Taves is back, but is he is he as good as he was? Because yeah. you gotta think this is gonna be the we'll first see. this is gonna be the first time he's played a regular season. And I know in he over I know he looked people saying he looked pretty damn solid in preseason. Well, here's but, the thing though, this is gonna be his first true test this uh, season coming up. This is gonna be his first, you know, true chest, true true test. chest. Yes, I'm his sorry. first true chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we have Roddy McChest here over here, but still. On top of that, oh, captain, my captain, right? <laughs> I feel like their top six is now that they've changed back is going to be really good. Oh yeah, oh, like, you got you got, got Kirby help, Doc, you got her Patrick Kane, yeah, Jonathan Taze, Alex DeBrinket, Dylan. Like that top six is filthy. But outside that top six. Can you even name yeah. a single one of their bottom six guys? Like, uh, so, number seven, I had the Dallas Stars. Really? Yeah. 
He is. Been, he, he's lost all faith in the Dallas Stars. Well, I... Excuse the fuck you. Speak for yourself. I put him in number two. I'm talking most of these two, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, six, I had the Blues. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, five, I had Nashville. Okay. Uh, four, I had the Wild. Three, I had Winnipeg. Two, I had Arizona. Arizona. And one, I had the Abs. Ari- You're missing Ari- Arizona. Arizona second. You're missing a team. No, I'm not. No, because I have eight. He said eight. I said eight. Oh, you said you said starting at seven, and I was like, what? No, because he had an eight, and then we got off topic. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm I sorry. was rudely interrupted. Well, what's sorry. your reasoning for putting Arizona so high? They, I think, out of that division, are going to have the are going to be the team to have a bounce back year. Yeah. I I definitely think they have the potential to have a bounce back year, and I want to see them have a bounce back year. Yeah. You guys might be. I mean, they played they played decent during the regular season last year, but. I, they, they, for for Arizona, they did have a decent season last season. It wasn't great. It wasn't. It, it's almost like saying, yeah, Buffalo. Considering it was Buffalo, they had a good season. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't say they much. They only lost eighteen games in a row. <laughs> but it could have been nineteen. Could have been nineteen. Yeah, fuck the Flyers, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, Johnny. But I just, I think I really want to see. Oh, Johnny's Arizona. Time okay, cool. Arizona have a. Uh, a bounce back year. That's why I put him at number two, and obviously number one being your President Trophy winner in the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Do we see them potentially going back to back President Trophy winners? I do. I do. I do. I do. 100%. I, I don't. Of course, really? you got to be the odd man out. Oh yeah. Well, there, hey, there's, there's five of us here. Somebody has to be the odd man. No, time out. They barely squeaked it out last season, right? Yeah. I what? What makes you say they're gonna barely squeak it out again, or have a bigger gap, bigger yeah. gap this year? Yeah. Thinking, thinking logically here. I mean, you no, have many. They did just lose their number one goaltender to Ve- to, to Vegas. Yeah, yeah at, to Seattle. It's yeah, yeah. a very very hot, you know, well, a very hot goaltender. To a Philip Grubauer. Yeah, to a, a an expansion draft. So, yeah. um, what what? He, excuse me. I I think he's one of the biggest right. reasons why he got he they they were number one in the whole league was you know, Grubauer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for my eight, I have stars at the bottom. I have coyotes and seven. I, I want to say you're crazy. <laughs> we, really saw, we saw where that got his last. But, yeah. I'm not saying shit. I'm no, not saying anything. No. I want to wait to see to halfway through the season where the fuck they are right now. Uh, I have Chicago and six. The only reason I put them so low is because every goalie's different with a new team. And we've all noticed that watching hockey. It, that, well, no, not Flurry. Well, not Flurry. With Flurry having a brand new set of guys in front of him, he needs to learn how to do everything. I think they're going to struggle the first couple of games. Not Flurry. You see what he did? You see what he did in fucking Vegas their first I year? No. But here's the. But my it's only only Chicago. I said it's, only, yeah, and, and it's Chicago. See, my only question is: is that de- the whole the defense. defense? Yeah, he had a pretty. When he was out in Vegas, he had a pretty fucking stacked lineup. In yeah. Front of him. Whereas Chicago, yeah, Chicago's defense is barely, is barely that defense is barely even mentionable, and that's why I put him down so low because I think he's going to struggle with that defense. I really, really I mean, do. But that's me losing personally. Duncan Keith, but I mean adding Seth Jones um, is not much of a yeah, not much uh, of an upgrade. I mean, you see what you know he did back in the 0809 season with the Penguins. Yeah, they lost their number one guy in Sergey Gonchar. Yeah, and you know having their most veteran guy being Brooks Orpik, only being a four or five season veteran. Yeah, I mean. He still did phenomenal for oh, it. Oh, yeah. A, a str- yeah. For a struggling Pittsburgh Penguins team. Yeah. Uh, for five, I have Minnesota. 
Four, I have St. Louis. I think they're going to drop a little bit this year. Three, I have the Preds. I think they're. I feel like the Preds are going to have a bounce back here. Two, I have Colorado, and number one, I have the Jets. I have okay. one. I have one to pick capping off. That's okay. pretty fair. So, all right, Colin, who is your number eight uh, goal scorer? Excuse me. Uh, for the Coyotes, I have Louis Erickson at Louis 40 Erickson? points. Yeah, at 40 okay. points. Uh, for the Jets, I have uh, Dubois. Okay. Ooh, okay. He, he's going to have... That's right. I forget he had the Jets that low. Yeah, the Jets are low, low for him. I, he's only... Keep in mind, he's only going to have 42 points. Wow. Okay. Uh, for the Blues, I have their captain, Mr. Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, number six, uh, Matthew Shane with the Preds. It's going to lead them to the fifth place. Okay. Uh, I had t- yeah, the new Tyler Johnson come over from Tampa to Chicago. Uh, again, almost like Yanni Gord, going to come <coughs> off those, that you know, back-to-back Stanley Cup experience. He's going to do well for them to barely boost them into that, that fourth-place position. Uh, for the wide, I have Erickson Eck. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, for the stars, Joe Pavelski is finally going to go go back to form, and then at number one, you're not going to be surprised surprised about this. Uh, Nate McKinnon is going to lead the Avalanche back uh, back to the number one slot. You are forbidden. All right, jumping over <laughs> to me in the central, the eighth place Predators. I got Mikel Granlund taking okay. taking the most Who? amount of points. Mikel Granlund. Yeah. Who? Seventh place Coyotes. <laughs> I got Clayton Keller taken. Who? Clayton. <laughs> it's one of those episodes. Who? <laughs> St. Louis Blues. I got Ryan O'Reilly, former Erie Otter. We all know he's he's one of the best players on that team. I keep forgetting that he's a former Otter. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, Minnesota Wild. I got you know, colder winner Kirill Kaprizov mm-hmm. taking the most amount of points mm-hmm. over in Minnesota. I don't. I'm surprised Colin didn't choose him. Yeah. I wonder if I'm, I'm, we'll see if you guys did. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks, I got Patrick Kane getting the most amount of okay. points over there. You know, first line center, first line winger, sorry. Going to be next to, you know, the red hot coming back, Jonathan Taze. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it all depends on how well Jonathan Taze does in his return. Exactly. Uh, the Dallas Stars, I'm going with Alexander Radulov. He's going to take the take the crown for point leaders on that <laughs> team. Who? No. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, I'm going with Kyle Connor. Okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. what's kind of out there. I know that, but I don't know. I feel like he's he's one of those. He's due for a breakout season. Yeah. yeah. He has the potential to have a breakout season. And Colorado Avalanche, shocker, not much of one. Nathan McKinnon. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Who do you got for the number eight Coyotes? I have Fat Boy Phil. Phil Kessel. Um, Phil the Thrill. Phil, I can't even see it. Fat Boy Phil. Fat Boy um, Phil for number eight. Um, number seven Predators. I have Phil Forsberg. And then. Okay. The number six Blackhawks, I have Patrick Kane. Okay. Not not surprising there. Yeah. Um, the stars, I have Jamie Benn it, once he's back. Um, and then the Wild, I have um, Carol um, Cap- Kapazov. Carol Kapazov. Yeah. And then the number three Jets, I have Mark Shifley. Sh- okay. And then the number two Blues, I have... I was between O'Reilly and I ended up choosing Vladimir Tarasenko, and then the number one Avalanche, not kind of obvious, Nathan McKinnon. I mean that, that Vladimir Tarasenko. Vladimir Tarasenko guess 
it's kind of going back to what Bobo said with Vayner Kane. That's all matter of if Tarasenko plays. Yeah. 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 You know, I, know he's, I know he's going under contract well, disputes with his, you know, him and St. Louis. I know he's threatened. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. Now that we're on this topic, real quick before we move on, do you think he's going to be leaving the Blues? Do you think he's going to request a trade to try to better himself? He, he did request a trade already. He did. Request. Did he? It's all yeah. matter of wow, if they go through that. with it. If he play, if he decides to season out. As long, if he's playing, that's who I really think. But I feel like O'Reilly's going to be the. O'Reilly is definitely going to step yeah. up in his place. Well, and... well, the next question is: Is he is he going to pull a Aaron Rodgers Week One for the NFL and play <laughs> shit for the first couple months? Yeah. Or is he actually going to be you know okay? I'm here. No, I'm that's well a... pay my fucking guts out and be actually worth something. Yeah, no, that's a there. that's a great question. So, for my number eight Chicago Blackhawks, I had Kirby Doc. Okay. He, I debated putting. I, him. I, I did. I I. I, I, I I pulled the trigger and said Kirby I, Dog. I, I was back bouncing between him and Patty Kane. I, was, I, I, debate, I did debate putting him down. Obviously, I chose Kane, but I was between Kirby and the um, Dirt and the Brickett. He was in my top three. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he was is number one worthy of. Wait, wait, see. no. With the experience and the speed that's already on the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just going off of. Like, like I said with Kyle Connor, he had he has the potential to yeah. be yes. a, a number one point scorer. Yeah, so. and uh, same with like Tarasenko. If he comes back, he might want to say, "Okay, fuck it, let's do it. I'm here to play." He might be one of those just true grits this year. And every every time he gets a stick on that puck, he shoots and scores. Yeah. Yeah. So. For the number seven stars, I said Joe uh, Joe Pavelski. Uh, for the Blues, I was bouncing between two players, and I said it's going to be either Braden Shen or Pavel Buznevich. Wow! Mm. Oh, the bread man. Bread man himself. Well, I think he, as good of a uh, player as Buznevich is, I don't think he he's ever going to be like a top scorer. He was never, you know, thought he's barely top three of the Rangers who didn't really have but a lot of But also scoring. look at the lineup for the Rangers. It wasn't really yeah, a well, whole lot notable with it. Yeah. He goes down to, with, since he's with the Blues now, he's got a little bit more of experience on the ice with him. Don't, don't. Don't get me wrong. I, I I see where you come from. I see the points, like what what you're trying to get at. No pun intended. The points you're trying to get at. It's just that you know with, with the, that experience that's down in St. Louis, I don't think he's going to be a top three scorer. Again, he was barely top three scorer with you know, you know, Panarin and Zibanejad there. We'll see. Well, I guess it'll be. That's going to be definitely one of those. Again, we learned our lesson by shit talking Bobo for putting Dallas so low. No, like, like I said, don't get me wrong. He's <laughs> he is going to get the points. He's going to be top five on that Blues team regardless. Yeah, no, we should. But do. top top three, that's where I'm. I'm starting to question it. Well, I have I kind of have an idea not to cut you off. What we could do? Why don't we keep track of all the players we have and put their final scores, put their final points scored? I, I, I'm down for doing like. A reward or a punishment for who gets the least amount correct, kind of like we did for the you know, the expansion draft. We saw how that went, but uh, <laughs> we we still gotta talk about that on podcast. But yeah. That, yeah. that's for we'll discuss that at the end of this episode. That's for, yeah, that's for another week. Okay, continue, Ethan. For sure. Yes, <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I'm um, but speaking, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will stick my dick in your mouth. <laughs> Yo, don't send me the good time before I come over here. Yeah, a threat or a promise. <laughs> oh. 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 So, 
I'll do it, but you aren't gonna like it. <laughs> hey, he's looking. Hey, he's looking for a fun time. So no. You know. So for the number five Preds, I, I kind of went with. I was kind of half correct or half agreeing with what you guys said. I did say Matt Duchesne, but I also said possible Marcus Johansson too. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the Wild, I agreed with Colin. Said Joel Erickson Eck. Um, for the Jets, I said it was either. Uh, Mark Shifley or Pierre-Luc Dubois. That was actually probably the hardest pick out of all my lists, out of this whole list. Um, for my number two Coyotes, I said Phil the Thrill or, hear me out, uh-uh. Jay Beagle. So are we following you down the rabbit hole an hour later? Yes. <laughs> and then for the number one abs, this one might surprise you, and I know this is where I said, I'm going to get shit on. <laughs> I did say Nathan McKinnon because that's kind of a given. It's mm-hmm. kind of like he's kind of got the McDavid thing going on where it's mm-hmm. kind of a given. But another player that I think has the potential, and I have a little bit of a soft spot for this guy because he's, he's a former Red Wing, and he was phenomenal with the Red Wings. I said Darren Helm, too. Oh yeah, I didn't realize he went over to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Free agency. Yeah, so was he? Was he in the top six? Where? Where's the, where are they putting him? Third. Third, third line. line. Third line. Um. I as I said, Darren Helm did really well when he was with Detroit. He was kind of one of the shining stars of Detroit because they don't have many. Um, <laughs> but I think him being on the same ice as McKinnon and being able to share the ice and share a team and share the dynamics with McKinnon, I think it's going to work well for him, and I think he's going to be able to throw up some good points this season. Yeah. Uh, starting at the bottom uh, with the Dallas Stars, I have Rupe Hintz. Uh, okay. My number seven of the Coyotes, I have Johan Larson. Number six... Uh, Chicago, I have Johnny Taze. Just because, like I was saying, he, uh, he has, he wants to, he's going to get that mentality of, I'm back on the ice, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Number five for the Wild, I have Kirill Kaprizov. Four for the Blues, Tarasenko. Uh, the Preds, for number three, I have Philip Forsberg. Because yeah. I feel like he's going to yeah. have, I feel like Who he's going to. Who said gonna, Forsberg? Was it Jeff, did. Jeffy did? Number two, I have McKinnon for the Avs, and Mark Shifley is my number one for the Jets. Yeah. And I feel like Mark Shifley's kind of got that McDavid thing going on, too. Oh, don't forget, yeah. he, he's going to be missing the first couple games due to that suspension he got from that hit on, um, who was it? Not Kotkaniemi. Who did he hit? Uh, someone in Montreal. Well, it wasn't Kotkaniemi. It was some, I think it was a basic, like a basic last name. I think oh. it, uh, Smith? <laughs> it might have been Hold something. On. something Smith. Mean, <laughs> what was his name? I remember who it was, but... I, Regardless, he he's still serving out at the Mark end of Shifley. his suspension, but I mean, I I see where Bob was going. Like he, he's still going to lead the team after he serves the rest of the suspension. Jake Evans, Jake, Jake Evans. Evans, okay, that's right. Re- regardless, like I mean, he, he's still going to be lead that that Winnipeg team. That team, team. <laughs> he's still going to lead that Winnipeg team to a. Uh, you sure it's not the D- uh, Dean team? All right, Colin. <laughs> Moving on to the Metro. Let's hear those standings. All right. Uh, for me, I'm not gonna. Uh, that's all. Not to be surprised here. For the uh, eighth place position, we got uh, New Jersey, the New Jersey Devils. Shocker, right? 
Hold on, let me wipe the shock off my face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, that line is going to come up every episode. Uh, number seven, Columbus. Okay. Uh, six, I got the Bluecoats of New York. Number five, just barely, if if not making you know that that second wild card card spot, hmm. Philly. Wow. As much as much of a uh, bounce back as uh, Carter Hart will have, it's not going to be enough. No. Number four, Washington. Ooh. Wow. They're they're going to fall off pace number uh, number one, number two in the division, but Ooh. they aren't going to be. Number one or number they two. They aren't going to be out Dude, there. Dude, our bottom four was the exact same. Mine is, yeah, <laughs> my bottom three with yours was the exact same. Uh, number three. You'll see why once I get, once we get into the points. Jason Zucker. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> That's my favorite team. <laughs> I love that team. Uh, you guys probably got it now. The Penguins. Yep. Uh, number two, the Islanders. Yep. And number one uh, is Carolina. Okay. Wow. <coughs> All right. <laughs> Good start. Number eight, very similar to Colin, the New Jersey Devils. Shocker. I mean, it's, yeah. Seventh place, again, bottom four, pretty much bottom four and top four, exact same, just, you know, flip-flopped around the order. Seventh, I got the Blue Coats, the Rangers, you know, it's the Rangers. Uh, sixth place, I got the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know, doing a little bit better than they did last season, but not 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 going to be enough to make to give them a push to the playoffs. Uh, fifth place, Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, fourth place, the Hurricanes. Third place, the Penguins. Second place, the Islanders. And first place, the Capitals. And then, me for me, I have come in number eight, the Jersey Devils. Um, I feel like we can all agree. We're on all going to be on the same page. Then. Yeah, for the eighth place team is the Devils, right? Ethan Bobo, we can agree yeah. on the same. Yeah. Um, number seven, I have the Blue Jackets. Number six, the Rangers. Number five, the Flyers. On paper, they've done a lot of moves. So that that's why I put them high, somewhat high. I can see them making a push to the playoffs, adding you know, Cam Atkinson. Adding other players like, uh, I always forget, uh, that defenseman that they just added. Ryan Ellis. Ryan Ellis. That's why I, can, I, that's why I said they might get the second wild card spot in the East, mm-hmm. but at, at yeah. most. And number four, I have the Penguins. And then three, the Hurricanes. Number two, the Caps. And then number one, the Islanders. Wow. Wow. So... Take a guess on who's my number eight. Red the Blitz. Penguins. Oh, that's the other division. Sorry. <laughs> God, you tarred. They'll find, they'll find a way to make eighth in the Metro. The Penguins. <laughs> no, eight, I have the Devils. Go go figure. Seven, I have the Jackets. Uh, six, Bluecoats. Five, I have Philly. So, like I said, our bottom four were All the three of you guys' bottom four were the exact same. Number four, I have the Isles. Ooh. Three, I have the Pens. Two, I have the Canes. And, of course, taking the division, I have the Caps. See, yep. my biggest thing... So, do with all of us have Penguins at third? I have them fourth. I have them fourth. See, all my biggest thing them. with the Penguins is the goaltending. Jari. It's that, and Penguins are also kind of a young team this year. I we mean, did... it could be very similar to what we saw last season. Casey, if Casey Smith plays well, he might take over that starting position halfway through the season. Yeah, from uh, Swift Chief Jari. Yeah. Not me wrong. Casey Smith did 
really good last year. And he hit a better goals against than Jari did as a backup. <laughs> uh, assuming the Smith stays healthy. Yeah. And then Jari did pretty good in the Raider scene. And then obviously we all know we've said it. I, I still don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> during still playoffs, salty. he shit the bed pretty much. I still salty and called. <laughs> uh, Ethan, who do you have for your eight of the... Oh, no. Ethan just said... Yeah, he yeah. I'm sorry. Bobo, who sorry, do you have um, for your... Number eight, the Devils. <laughs> number seven, the Jackets. Or, uh, yeah, the Blue Jackets. Number six, the Rangers. Five, I have the Canes. Four, I have the Pens. Kind of what you guys were saying about Jar being Swiss cheese. You know. And Penguins are also kind of a young team this year. They need... We they, have had they a need, lot of young... Exactly. Races. They need to do a lot of growing and a lot of experience. You know, that's like getting a call from... You know, like if you're a high, if you play high school junior varsity, with this team, it's like getting a call. Hey, you're going to play. You're going to fill in for some college football team because they need a lineman. You know, they have all these fresh young kids that are like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Yeah. Number three, I have Philly. Two, I have the Isles, and one, I have the Caps. Uh, Kyle, what do you take away for the points getters? I mean, I'll start off the getters as I just yeah, drop my notes. Um, <laughs> for eighth place, the Devils, the point leader, I got former Detroit Red Wing and Montreal Canadian, Thomas Tata. He's going to take take that leading point score. Tommy Tater. Tommy, Thomas Taters, whatever you want to call him. Tatar, Tatar, Tater. Yeah. Uh, Rangers are Tommy Panarin. I don't think that's much of a shocker for anybody. You can pl- There's an argument for... Um, not Zabana Jad, I said Zuccarello. Uh, the Blue Jackets, I'm going Boone Jenner. Ooh. I feel I feel like he's gonna have, be one of those that has a breakout season. You know, didn't get didn't get to show much of his true talents last season. Uh, fifth place, I got newcomer for the Flyers, Cam Atkinson. Um, I feel like you know, especially if he goes on that, possibly goes on that first line next to Claude Giroux, he's gonna do well. He's gonna do very well playing yeah. next to Claude Giroux. Oh. Especially with Claude Drew having all the experience he does. Yeah, exactly. Claude Drew's going to be the one to tell him where he's open and defeat him. It's going to be a very similar situation to the 2017 Penguins where Crosby, you know, they put Gensel next to Crosby in the playoffs, yeah. and we saw how well Gensel did in those playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, the Hurricanes, I got Andrei Svechnikov. Uh, Penguins, I had a very tough time choosing between Gensel and Crosby. It's going to come down to like one or two points each, like between them. Uh, the New York Islanders, I got Anders Lee, team captain, returning. And the Capitals, it's going to come as a shocker, Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I guess I'll take over from here. The Devils, we got Heaster going to, you know, the t- top points getter. Uh, for the Blue Jacket, Jackets. The, the Blue mu- Jackets? Yeah. <laughs> for the Blue Jackets, the uh, the mule himself, Jakob Vorchek. Being their num- number one goal getter. I keep forgetting that Jakub Voracek got traded. Yeah, him for uh, Cam Atkinson and a couple minor league players. That, oh, I don't know. For the Blue Coats, I got Zabana Jad. Okay. Big shocker, right? <laughs> for the Flyers, I got to agree with Kyle. Cam Atkinson, you know, he's, he's going to be there. Okay, their top... I thought I was going to be the only one that chose him. No, I mean, I, I feel like Kyle has a good point. Well, has a good point with yeah. that. You know, Cam Atkinson's going to be. A stalled prayer. For the Capitals, I gotta disagree with him. I gotta go Nick Backstrom. 
Wow. Nick Bax. He, was... he had a solid start and with the potential. He, he is injured, though. He's potentially potentially to miss a couple. They have no idea how long he's returned. His well, but it's kind of the same thing return. what we were saying about all the other guys coming back in. He could have that season where he gets on the ice and he's like, I'm ready to rock and roll. And he can just go well, crazy. And you also got to remember, like, he, yeah, he plays in all, all situations. You know, power play, even yeah, strength, so short, shorthanded. Like, he's going to be that, that number one guy. And with, with the hot start that he got out to that season when he led the, you know, the Capitals in points, you know, for I don't even know how long before Ovechkin, Ovechkin took over. Yeah. He's going to be that that guy they kind of lean on. So. Uh, number three, I, I, bro- I broke the seal earlier. I already said Jason Zucker's going to lead the Penguins. Okay, that's... He's going to have that final breakout season that he needs with the Steel City. Which I got to appreciate. Is this his last season with the Steel City? Or? Uh, I think he has one more. Yeah, we'll see. We'll he, he even straight out said last year because he didn't... He, he didn't said, do very well. He didn't yeah. do very good. Yeah, he, he called himself out. Like, look, I, I yep. got to set my game up. I got I to gotta be better. Yeah, honestly, I, I love Jari people. Jari said the I, same thing. Gensel said the same thing. Yeah, so it's... and honestly, I love people. <laughs> I love professional players like that that can take themselves and be like, look, coach, I know, or look, public media, coach, other players, I know I didn't do well. I know I struggled last year. It it takes, that's, a, it, that's another one of those differences between hockey football and football. And hockey. Yeah, I mean, hooky's pretty easy. We all did it in high school. Football is, you know, it's always the players, oh, my offensive line is dog shit. My coach is dog shit. My defense didn't back me up. That doesn't fucking matter. If you didn't play well, you didn't play well. And that's the thing about hockey. Hockey players step up and they say, they're the ones to say, hey, I personally didn't play well. I think there's a difference between I personally didn't play well versus we did this as a team. Like, we won this cup as a team. Absolutely. Is, I played like absolute dog shit, doo-doo water well, Okay, bullshit. well, let's use Buffalo as an example. You know, they could say, or Buffalo, New Jersey, the Nashville, we didn't play well as a team. We have our... Buffalo hasn't played well in a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they can say, yeah, we've had our ups and we've had our downs. And well, we've had, our... had plenty of downs. <laughs> <laughs> Not very many 18 games. They're, they're only up in the season was breaking that 18-game losing streak. You know what I mean. They've had their struggle for the past they're setting 20 the seasons. They're the wrong things. Okay, so here's the thing. Should we celebrate when they hit 20 seasons? 20, 20 seasons of, like, not winning? Should we, like, throw a party? I mean, that's kind of a given, yeah. We'll, we'll get there when we get there, all right? <laughs> okay. All right, for uh, the Islanders, I have Matt Barzell stepping up his shit, leading the Islanders team. And for the for the Hurricanes, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully set a new tide with this. Cock and Yemi. Okay. Okay. Uh, as well as he did in, 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 in Montreal. Obviously, with the the brand new offense, the brand new support team around him, Kakaniemi is going to have a fantastic sophomore season in Carolina. All right, Jeffy, who do you got? Um, with the Devils, I have Jack Hughes. I feel like he's definitely going to have another a bounce year. I mean, he didn't show it last year, so I feel like he'll um show it this year. Then with the Blue Jackets number seven, I have Patrick Line. I definitely feel like he's gonna bounce back here. Have another one bounce back, especially last year he couldn't really do much because of you know who. Um, mm-hmm. and then the Rangers, I have Mika Sabanajad. 
And then Flyers, I have James Van... Grimsdijk? Yep. JBR. 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 Pittsburgh, I kind of went back and... F I kind of was a toss-up. It's tough. But I ended up going with Brian Russ. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Sid I, and Jake Gensel, I was going back and forth as well. But then I yeah. just ended up going with Brian Russ. Well, Rusty had an awesome season last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. And that's a great reason to put him. You know, you can say he broke, you can say he broke out of the rust. You know? And it's one of those things where having it as a stellar as a season as he did last year, he could, you know, and he and Crosby are on the same line, aren't they? Yes. Correct. Him, you know, and, and with Russ. Crosby being one of those people as a feeder, everybody knows him as a feeder, not a scorer. So he I mean, could he could always feed to Rusty, and you know Rusty's near the night, and he says, "Hey, feed me." Next thing you know, you know sirens are going off because the Penguins scored. Same with Gensel. And then for the number three Hurricanes, I have Sebastian Aho. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. He showed a lot last year with he the did. Canes. He did. That did was very, a, very well for me in fantasy. Was that, yeah, was that his rookie season, or was that two years ago was his rookie season? I think, I think this was his th last season was his third, I think. Really? I, he was, wow, I believe he was so. drafted first overall in 18? Wow. I didn't realize he's been three years. Either I thought first he was, or second. I know he went, he was the same, did he, I can't remember if Heesher or Apple went first. I don't know. But remember. he was the same year as Heesher. Um, yeah, I don't know. So and, for a minute. I'm almost done. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Um, I thought you were done. And then the number Two caps, I have, not surprised, Alex Ovechkin. The grade eight. Yep, the grade eight. And then number one, I have, for the Islanders, Matthew Barzell. Can I be perfectly honest with you? When people started calling Ovi the grade eight, I always thought they were saying the great ape. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's kind of odd. That's kind of weird. But then they're like, oh, great eight, eight. Ocho. Ocho. Um, all right, so for... My number eight New Jersey Devils. I think I agree. I think Kyle was the one that said, it, but I have Thomas Tatar. Yeah. Um, you know he's actually done really well with the Devils. He's one of the few I would say standout players for Jersey. Yeah. Um, this is his first series season with Jersey. But oh really? He was with Montreal last season. Oh shit! That's right. Um, for the Jackets number seven, I actually said Jack Roslovic. Okay. Um. For the blue coats, again, Mika's advantage ad, kind of a given. Um, I didn't pick who you think I picked for the Flyers. I was between two players, again. I was bouncing between Sean Couturier and Derek Broussard. I can see Couturier before Broussard. Oh, yeah, I'm saying I can see Couturier before Broussard, but I wanted to give Broussard the chance. Yeah. So... And he's one of those. He, he's due for a bounce back. For you know, a bounce. He's back a season. good player. He really is. What? Yeah. That's what he, he's due. He's due. So it's possible. So for the Isles, I actually said Casey Sezikis. For the Isles. Um, for the Pens, I said Czar Zach Aston Reese. Czar, I like that. That's a cool name. I mean, being being a bottom six. It would all come down to injuries, yeah. you know, if he can bounce into his yeah. potential second line. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. He would be good in the second line, I think. Um, Depending on who's healthy or not. Yeah. Go ahead. For the Canes at number two, I actually said Tuvo Teravainen. Okay. I think I said him last season, but uh, 
I'm still sticking with him. I think I'm still going to stick with Tubo Teravaya. I think he's another one of those guys that's due for a breakout. I think he was top three on Mon- or Montreal, Carolina's past season. but. And then, of course, Caps, number one, I have the great eight himself, yeah. Alex Ovechkin. Um, you guys might be surprised by a couple of mine. For eight with New Jersey, I have Travis Ajak. I feel like he's going to have a bounce-up year, and he's going to be like, I'm here to play, I'm here to win. Jackets, didn't, I've... I thought Zajac went to the Islanders, didn't he? I don't know. I When I was I, looking at the roster... I thought he was one of the, the two that went in the Palmieri and Zajac trade. Maybe. When I, was, I looked at 21... Right. I, no, no, Kyle's right. Fuck. Because I looked at the 21, 21-22 rosters, and they had his name as a devil. Mm. Well, maybe he resent with him. I'm not Cause sure. Because I, I, I was on Google before, because you guys know I don't know my players that well. And I went on the New I, I typed in New Jersey Devils 21-23 roster, and he was one of the wingers. Anyways, Jackets, I have Patrick Laine. Rangers, I have Alexis Lafreniere. Okay. Uh, the Canes, I have Ajo, like, you know, the rest of you guys. Penguins, I have Crosby. Although I said he's a big feeder to the other forwards, that's just what's going to build his points this season. That's what builds his points every season. That's what makes him so great, is he's not selfish with the puck. If he sees a passing lane, he passes, and that's what makes him so great to get goals. That's what Ovi does, too. He and Ovi have a lot of... Ovi's the opposite. That's why Crosby has way more assists than he does goals. Yeah. Well, he's still right. He's still, what, just a few points ahead of Ovi in overall points. Yeah. Crosby has way but, more goals than Cro- Ovi has way more goals than Crosby does. Yeah. But, but, o- less but o- overall points, I think there's a three-point gap between Ovi and Crosby. Uh, at the end of their careers, it is going to be close. Yeah. But you also got to think, Crosby's also played like two to three hundred less games than Ovi has. Yeah. Due to injuries. Oh, yeah. Uh, so who's the real better player of all time? Oh, I'm just man. saying. Fly- Playmaker or goal-getter? Yeah. Playmaker is Crosby. Playmaker, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we give it to I, Ovi. He's better. He go. Ovi may be one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. I will give him that. But overall, Top. Crosby's better. That's yeah. Not even me being biased. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for the Flyers, I have Claude Giroux, kind of for the same reason. You know, he's gonna have two young people right next to him, and he can look for the open lanes and get them going and get them points for the season. Uh, the Isles, I have Anthony Bavillier. Okay. And the Cavs, like the rest of you, I have the grade eight. Okay. All right, moving on to the, the Atlantic Division. Ethan, you'll be kind of proud of me. Uh-oh. Kind of. Kind of. So what, for the you, eight, put, you put the Red Wings in seventh instead of eighth? No. <laughs> wow. For eighth place, Buffalo. Sorry, not sorry. For seventh, I put Ottawa. Wow. Sixth place, I put Ethan's beloved Detroit. Move, move it up in the world a little Wait, bit. So what was your number seven? Ottawa. It is eight with Buffalo. Wait. Yeah, eight Buffalo, seven Ottawa, six Detroit. He's missing one. Uh, fifth place, while well, Ethan searches through his thing, <laughs> Montreal. They're not a good team. Yeah. They aren't. They just they. And, and they, with with Carey Bryce going to you know stepping back for the for at least a month, they're not gonna be good. Fourth place, big shocker, Toronto. The guys who will choke in the first round. Third place, I have the Panthers. Second will be Tampa, Tampa Bay. And first place, 
Boston. Boston. Alright, I'm I'm gonna get a little bit of heat. You guys are gonna be surprised by mine too. Uh, eighth place, I got the Senators. No, I mean that's not much of a shocker. Seventh place, I got the Sabers. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you hate for swapping those two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Night twenty games. I mean, look at look at Ottawa's goaltender. Do I need to say much else? But Buffalo, eighteen games. <laughs> I mean, it's Buffalo. We'll see. We'll see. Sixth place, I got the Panthers. Ooh. I, I just think last season was just one of those one-off seasons. And they were a great team, but that division wasn't wasn't the best. Aside from Tampa Bay, that, that that wasn't the best division. It really wasn't. I mean, I mean Ca- Carolina, Nashville. I mean, yeah, for, so. Um, fifth place, I got the Red Wings. I have them coming very potent. Not not much of a wild card, but it's going to be close. I think adding their goaltenders such as Alex Nijakovic, actually getting a solid number one goaltender, is going to be a big help for them. Oh, absolutely. That is one thing that they that has been the main weakness of the Detroit Red Wings the past three seasons. Well, among other things, yeah. Has been goaltending. <laughs> like I, I'm giving it to Steve Yzerman. He knows what the hell he's doing. He's he's making Maybe moves. Why? He's, I mean, he's I, the, the the CEO of finessing in, when it comes I mean, to trading. I mean, again, I mean, what he did in Tampa before he left for Detroit. I mean, he, he did phenomenal things, but he, he's going to need some more work in Detroit. I don't know. It's just. It just that's a hot one of my hot takes, I guess you could say. One yep. I didn't mention last week. Uh, fourth place, I got the Canadians squeaking out a wild card spot. Um, I think you know, couple you know, a couple of standout players we saw from last season, you know, like Cole Caulfield, um, Nick Suzuki, Zavoyan. Um, <laughs> even even with Price, that's why I had him. So if Price was playing, I might have had them in the top potential top two, top three. I guess you could say Johnny was coming out there, right? <laughs> uh, third place, I got the Leafs. Second place, I got Boston. And first place, your back-to-back Stanley Cup winners, Tampa Bay. For me, I have, shocker, but the Buffalo Sabres. Um, seven, I have the Ottawa Senators. Six, the Detroit Red Wings. Number five is the Montreal Canadiens. Number four, it's the Florida Panthers. Number three... Toronto, and then two, the Boston Bruins, and then number one, your defending back-to-back champions, Tampa Bay. Well, here's my question for you guys before we get forward. Can you see Tampa doing a three-peat? Yeah. I, yeah. Can yes. you? It's, it's tough. They, this year, well, they're I mean, in a tough division this year. I think year, we brought this up last week, but... Did we? I, if we did, well, I'm sorry. I mean, there's some big players like, you know, Johnson and... You know, Gord. Yeah. And the plot. Plot. Well, plot. Well, the only teams that kind of catch got, my eye... We got Jake New York, remember? Yeah. Did he? Yep. Oh. The only teams that really catch my eye in the Atlantic with them is Boston, Florida, and maybe Toronto will give them a run for their money. But, you know, besides those three teams in their division, now, then you go down to the Metro where it's always the big dogs. Yeah. You know, where that's always the scrappiest hockey you can ever imagine. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see. Continue, Jeffy. I'm sorry. Montreal, I, I kind of have the same thing for the Canadians. They're not, I feel like it, they'd be a wild card, but because of Price not playing, mm-hmm. that's just going to hurt them. 
And with them losing Thomas Tatar in the off season. Tommy Tater. My turn? Yep. Alright, so number eight. Mm. What do you know? Ottawa Senators. Buffalo. Tampa Bay. No. <laughs> no. Uh, number eight, I have the Buffalo Sabres. As, you know, go figure. Number seven, I have the Leafs. Wow. I know. Ballsy move. Number seven, I have the Leafs, and that's kind of going back to what Colin said of, uh, you know, not being able to get it out of the first round. Yeah. Um, number six, I had Ottawa. Bless you. <laughs> five, that's a heck of a I know. Five, I had Detroit. Wow. I know that's, I'm shooting for the fucking stars on that <laughs> You just want a miracle. Like, I'm just praying for a miracle. Just no basement this year, please. <laughs> Let me not, not listen, he has Buffalo to compete against for the basement. Yeah, they're pretty much locked in that fucking wine cellar. Um, number four, I have Montreal. Three, I have the Bruins. Ooh. Number two, I have Florida. And number one, I have the defending two-time Stanley Cup champions in Champa Bay. Okay. Now, you guys might be mad at me for Probably. my top four. Fuck off. For my top <laughs> four. So, number eight, I'm going to basement. I'm going to go the Sens, the Senators. Seven, I'm going Detroit. Just, you know, it's Detroit. Six, I'm going Buffalo. I'm going to give Buffalo a chance this year because, like Kyle was I gave him a chance I mean, last year and we saw where that went. <laughs> well... I think I predicted them fifth last season or sixth. Yeah. Fifth, I have Toronto. Fourth, I have the Panthers because I think they're going to have another breakout season. The third, I have Montreal. I have Montreal at number three just because I think they're going to, you know, although they don't have price, they still have a lot of big names and good talent on that team that might just save that goaltender, that new goaltender. Well, they have Jake Allen. Still. That's what I they they have enough talent to save that goaltender, and I think they could get a spot in the top four. Number two, I have Tampa Bay, Ooh. and I have Boston taking number one. I'm I'm not gonna say I hate you. That's I mean it's very possible. I mean Boston. I well, you guys all put is, Tampa at number one, and I'm the only one who put them at number two, and I'm like, oh fuck, they're all gonna. I mean, fuck if you would have put them at like alive. four or five, I might no, have across the face. No, I, I thought you guys were gonna eat me alive for putting them at number two. Oh, Come no. here, you little shit. <laughs> Don't disrespect Colin City like that. I think the only one I think it's just a very hot take is Montreal and at number three and Buffalo. Well, well okay, so Buffalo. High. I'm gonna go back to you know with them being. What did I fucking put them at? Uh, you had them six. 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 That's right. I'm looking at the wrong division. I'm sorry. You know Buffalo. They don't have a lot of talent, but one of these years could be their breakout years. I know we said that last year and it didn't happen. I beat you to it, Kyle, because you were going to say it. Last I can year, tell the cheesy smart on your say I'm just saying, I put them at sixth last year, and we saw what happened. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, you know. We won 16. Uh, they might have a good They might have a good season one of these seasons coming up. They might, you know, get a number one, or a num- and they might get a couple number ones. They could do some creative drafting, and all of a sudden they have this powerhouse team that nobody ever saw coming. Well, look, look what happened to Jack Eichel. And look, and look at last year. Like they had oh, I know. Amazing, yeah, they struggled with that last year. Believe me, I know. They had good players on paper last year, and then they didn't do anything. I, I know, I know. 
But I'm going to get, I like Kyle last season, I'm going to put him at six this season. Maybe getting that possible second wild card. No, not a chance now. No? Being, not, being being six. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. That's top five. I'm having a brain fart. I'm used to last season. Fuck off, Colin. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Colin, who do you have for your points for us? All right. For the Sabres, I have Cousins. Young, uh, young guy. <laughs> Kirk Cousins? That's my favorite softball player ever. <laughs> uh, moving on for the Ottawa Sanders, I have a uh, Chris Tierney. The Red Wings. It's I, oh, I feel like Tierney. Yeah, Tierney. Okay, I wasn't making the who joke. I just I actually didn't hear what you said. Uh, for the number five, uh, six Red w- Wings. Not not a surprise. Dylan Larkin. Yeah, they're they're their go to guy. I feel like everybody will will agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for number five Canadians, Nick Suzuki. Okay. Uh, number four, almost no, no brainer, brainer, brainer. Yeah, uh, no brainer, Austin Matthews. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Florida Panthers, Anthony Duclair. Ooh. Okay. Uh, for Tampa, I have a. Gucci, Gucci, Goo! Yeah. Gucci <laughs> Yeah, I can see it. And then for the number one seed in Boston, I got old captain, my captain. Patty Bergeron? Patty Bergeron. Wow. Wait, I thought you had Tampa Bay at first. This is the no, him second. and I had him okay. at second. That's why I thought you guys were going to crucify me, because I heard him at, have him at first, too. And I'm like, shit, I'm the only one who put Lightning at second. No, I think Bobo and I were the only two who put okay. Tampa at second, because they, they th- finished third in the division last year, and... They, they still end up winning the cup. Yeah, that's why so. I put them in second because that's exactly why I put them in second. Because last year they they kind of dropped off from the first, and they you know I wouldn't call them an underdog team, but you know yeah. they came back and they fought tooth and nail and they got they raised it. They raised Lord Stanley. Right for me, Auto Senators. I have their top score being uh, Kachuk, Brady Kachuk. Okay. Um, I don't I don't see there being much other competition. Chris Tierney's a possibility, mm-hmm. but. I think he's like well, he's one of the only names that jumps out at me for there. Uh, the Sabers, I'm gonna agree with Dylan Cousins. You know, you have an upcoming star. I think he he's definitely gonna fill in very well for Jack Eichel. Uh, the Panthers, uh, Alexander Barkov. I, I think that's kind of uh, kind of a given. I can see I can see Declare, but Barkov is a, is the go to for me. Uh, the Red Wings, Dylan Larkin. Like that, it's, it's Dylan Larkin. Canadians, Jeffy kind of touched on this last week with him with being one of his hot takes. I'm going to go with potential colder winner, Cole Caulfield. Okay. Uh, the Leafs, Austin Matthews, but do not count out Mitch Marner. No, not Do at not all. keep him out of the running. That's He's good. Well, He's going to be putting in, giving Matthews a run for his money. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, only if he had to show up at the playoffs. <laughs> um, Boston Bruins, I'm going pasta. 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 And Tampa Bay, of course, Nikita Kucherov. Um, With the Buffalo Sabres, this one was the probably my toughest player to choose for their top points getter. I had um Kyle X... X... Ekwom? Expo? X... Oh. Yeah. I almost put him. Um... Like I said, he was the probably the toughest one. Um, for the, <laughs> the number seven senators, I had Connor Brown. And then 
Number six, like Ooh, Red basic. Wings, I had um, Dylan Larkin. And then I had a toss-up between the two for Montreal, between Cole Caulfield and, and I had Nick Suzuki. Um, Panthers, I had Jonathan Hurt. Yeah. And then the Maple Leafs, number three, I had Austin Matthews. And then two, Pasta, David Pasta. Pasta. Mr. Linguini right there, man. Mr. Linguini. <laughs> and then number one, another tough one, but I end up going with Brandon Point. Oh, Brandon Point. Okay. Brandon Point. Yeah. So, for the number eight Sabres, um, I actually kind of broke the mold. And I'm going to be uh, probably crucified for this. I said Jeff Skinner. Okay. Honestly, no. I mean, that's... You'll crucify right. him he for just, mine, then. He's another one of those due for a bounce back. And last year, he, it was unfortunate. He was just benched for quite a bit of the season last year. So he didn't get the really much to play. Number seven, where the Maple Leafs ahead, Austin Matthews. Uh, for my number six Ottawa Senators, I had Drake Batherson. I debated putting him. Yeah, I, I, said, I, I looked at him and I gave I gave it some thought on him. I did. I said Drake Batherson. Uh, so that was my number six. Five Red Wings, Dylan Larkin, really no question. Uh, number four Canadians. I kind of agreed with Jeff. I said Nick Suzuki. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was red hot last year. Mm-hmm. He had a hell of a that, season. That third line, man, was killer in those playoffs. And Cole Caulfield was so close, a secondary choice. Mm-hmm. So he's another good choice. For number three, Bruins, I was saying, oh, captain, my captain, Patrick Bergeron. Or, Bergeron. Or, as much as I hate to say his name, Brad Marchand. Brad yeah. Marchand. I mean, yeah, he. Where's the cheese? Is known. He is known as a dirty player, but the dude knows how to score. <laughs> like, like, he let's can back like, it up. Yeah, he can definitely. He's one of the few players that can play dirty, but back it up. At yeah. The same oh, yeah. Time. You can't. You can't say that he is not a, a phenomenal player. Yeah, he, he is a. As phenomenal. much as he is probably any top three most hated players for oh, yeah. anybody in the league. Oh yeah. He is a phenomenal. A phenomenal player. Oh, yeah. As much as it hurts me to admit it, yeah, yeah. he is—he is really good. I think yeah. it hurts everybody. Oh, Number yeah. two, Panthers. I agreed with Jeffy. Said Johnny Huberdo. Johnny and for the Champa Bay Lightning. Mister Nikita Kucherov. Okay. Um, you guys might be surprised by a couple of mine. For my eight senators, I had Connor Brown. I think he might have a bounce back season. Well, one of us put Brown right. I did. Uh, I had him. My, uh, number seven Red, uh, Red Wings, I had Evgeny Shevchenkov. Evgeny Shevchenkov. But he actually, and I looked this up, he is, he got taxi squatted. Oh, shit. He's, well, that was last season. But with, he's couple, still with the AHL. He's still. Is oh, he is. Yeah, I, look, I actually looked it up today because I originally put down Evgeny Shevchenkov. Yeah. And I looked at it, and he's still in the AHL. He's still wow, I didn't squad. realize that. Okay. But yeah. he's still young. I mean, he's 23, yeah. 24. Yeah. Uh, the Sabres, I have Eric Stahl, just because I feel like he could have a bounce if back o- here with us. If only he was still on the Sabres. Fuck. 
Where where did Eric Stahl go? Montreal. I didn't know that. Oh really? What the Montreal. Fuck? He I went did. middle of last season. I did not know on that. On a trade. Okay. That's another one I fucked up on. Uh, That's all right. Five the Leafs. I have Matthews. Panthers. I have Brett Connolly. I feel like Brett Connolly could have a breakout season. Okay. The Canadians. I have Cole Co- or Cole Caulfield for number three. Two. I have Anthony Sorelli for the Lightning. Okay. Ooh. And number one, I have the Rat. Of Brad, where's the cheese, Marshawn? Yeah, where's Tampa the cheese, baby? had a you have a lot of good choices on who to choose from. Oh yeah, I I feel like you can pull out a full on list for Tampa. It's just picking out that that number one guy yeah. for for them to 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 really step out and yep. lead them back, hopefully mm-hmm. the playoffs and for a three P. So will that be the first three P or has and no the, this. It's I think the last team to do it was the Islanders. Islanders back in eighty to eighty three. Okay, so it's been four straight against Edmonton. Okay, so it's been a long time. It's been from eighty to eighty three. That it was the Islanders at Edmonton for four consecutive series. Like wow. I think that's like the NBA Finals. What we saw for four straight years, where it was the Cavs and Golden State for what four or five straight years. Yes. It was three. Was it was it just three? Yeah, because it was Golden State, Cavs, Golden State. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for most of you who have listened to our last season, um, we we had said there's going to be a punishment for the the individual who got the least amount of points for the Seattle expansion. Well, those two losers are both our very own Kyle and Bobo. Hi, did we have? <laughs> well, we have currently have a punishment for Kyle. We don't have a punishment for Bobo, which we're waiting for him to fully recover from surgeries and make sure you know he's ready to go before we before we target him for our punishments. Whereas, unfortunately for Kyle, <laughs> we have a punishment. So, not many of you know, the Buckbuster Studios and other friends are going down to the Pittsburgh Penguins and Philadelphia Flyers game on Thursday, November 4th. So, for our punishment to Mr. Coucher back there, we, we have decided to buy him a t-shirt. But, not many of you know, he, he is an avid jersey, jersey collector, right? And he's I'm, an avid Tom Wilson fan, too. Well, all right. Time out. Kyle, can you tell us how many jerseys and jerseys we have, you have currently? Um, currently, jerseys, I believe I'm up to, for counting all together, NHL and OHL, with my... Otter's jersey I just collected a total of eight, I believe. Wow. And then jerseys I have probably close to twenty with like fifteen different teams. So. So, yeah, so uh thankfully Je- uh when Jeff, myself, and another one of our friends who isn't in studios right now got together, we decided to get him a Tom Wilson jersey and have him wear it to said mm-hmm. Penguins game on November fourth. We thought we'd take it to one step up and make him wear a I love Tom Wilson jersey on the front. And then on the back says Tom Wilson. Oh, which says Wilson is my daddy on the back. (laughs) (laughs) To Pittsburgh for a home game. Which for... All that happened in hockey for, fans. For the record, this was supposed to be a punishment, not a death threat. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. For all, for all you hockey fans in general, obviously Tom Wilson's much hated in Pittsburgh or 
around the hockey world. So we're excited to see him live out this death, this, this death sentence. And wrapping up this episode, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Bug Pusters. Obviously, check us out on Twitter, Spotify. If you haven't hit that uh, bell notification on Spotify, yeah. If you didn't, <laughs> if don't it, mind TikTok in the background. If you haven't hit that bell notification on Spotify, please still do so, so you can you know get notified whenever we do upload to Spotify. No, just the bell is just for ringing. It's like Taco Bell. Dong. Shut up, Bobo. <laughs> yeah, please pay attention. We'll obviously be asking many questions throughout the, this season. No, hopefully for either encouragement or future podcast topics or episodes or ideas, any, yeah. ideas or anything. So yeah, feel, yeah, feel free to chime in. We're everybody here in the studio is more than more than happy to listen in and chime in. And, yeah, don't don't be afraid to shout us out if you have any hockey ideas or if there's anything we missed in an episode that you want to hear. Don't be afraid to hit us up at the studio and be like, hey guys, you missed this big trade that happened this week. And we'll go back and we'll talk about it and we'll call you out and we'll say thank you for the notification. Yeah, either at Buckbusters on Twitter or any of our personal Twitters, uh, Facebook, whatever it is. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. That'll See do you later. it. Peace! Bye! Bye!